do you meditate? Do you know the impact of meditation on your physical health? Now, meditation is a spiritual practice, but you are a whole person, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, and it all comes together. Each one of those things impacts the others. Your spiritual health impacts your physical health. Today, we're going to talk about meditation and how it impacts your autoimmune condition and your physical health. Before we dive in, I want to tell you my definition of meditation. Now, there are a lot of definitions out there, and there are a lot of different practices, I guess, maybe not a lot of definitions, but different practices. And a lot of them would be considered new age. A lot of them would be considered far Eastern religious practices. I practice biblical meditation, and that is focusing on scripture, focusing on God. I do not believe that emptying my mind and um, letting somebody else guide my thoughts is spiritually healthy. So when I talk about meditation, I'm talking about it in that context. The research that I'm going to cite, they looked at it from other contexts. Welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This is where you get to explore the root causes of your autoimmune condition and discover holistic root cause solutions so that you can address your Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And that is why I do the podcast. It is also why I created the Holistic Hashimoto's course. I want you to be empowered to know exactly what to do to focus on those root causes. Of course, we know that we can't just keep putting band-aids on the symptoms. We can't can't just rely on, you know, symptom treatment, which is what medications are for thyroid. We have to look deeper. We have to look at the root causes. Otherwise, our immune system is going to continue to attack our thyroid. Our thyroid is going to continue to get worse and worse, and we're going to need more medications. And then guess what happens when your immune system is done attacking one thing, it goes on to the next thing. That's why so many people, when they have an autoimmune condition, they go on to develop another one and then another one. It's because you haven't addressed the root causes yet. Or maybe you've tackled some of the root causes, but you haven't figured out all your root causes. And that is exactly what I help women do in the Holistic Hashimoto's course. Make sure that you are on my email list and watch your emails to find out about my Black Friday deal. I will be doing a VIP day with the purchase of the Holistic Hashimoto's course um, around Black Friday, that whole cyber week. So watch your emails for that. If you're not yet on my email list, head down to the show notes and sign up for the Hashimoto's 101 guide. That is your free guide so that you can understand Hashimoto's and you can start creating your own path to health. And of course, make sure that when you get that first email, you click the confirmation button. Otherwise, I am unable to send you any additional emails. It's true. If you don't hit the confirm button, I can send an email through my email provider, but they will not deliver it because you didn't click the confirmation, the yes, I actually want this email. So click the confirmation and then watch your emails for more information about that VIP day for the Holistic Hashimoto's course. All right, let's get back into today's topic, which is meditation. First of all, what is meditation? Meditation is a habitual process of training your mind to focus and to redirect your thoughts. That is a definition from Healthline. It's a practice where you silently calm or focus your mind for relaxation or spiritual reasons. That's the definition from the vocabulary.com dictionary. So meditation in the United States, it started to gain popularity along with yoga in the early 2010s. And it's already 
already been popular in many of the Eastern religions and the some meditation practices, like I said, they... They want you to like clear your mind. And for those reasons, many Christians look on meditation as evil and they shun anything that mentions meditation. But that's throwing the baby out with the bathwater, which no, like that's just a weird saying. Anyway, the Bible talks a lot about meditation. For example, Psalm 1, the very first Psalm of David, and I'm going to interrupt myself. If you have never read the Psalms, if you are not religious, read the Psalms. It's ancient poetry and it's so applicable for life. You are going to find short Psalms, long songs, Psalms. You're going to find ones that are like happy. You're going to find ones that are angry. You're going to find ones that fit like every single mood that you're in. The Psalms is a fantastic book. It's called one of the books of wisdom in the Bible. So go ahead and check out the Psalms, even if you do not go to church, even if you don't believe in the Bible. Still, it's ancient literature and it's called wisdom literature. It got that name for a reason. Anyway, Psalm 1 verses 1 and 2, it says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. So in this culture of like, go, 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 where everybody wants to multitask and rushing is the norm, meditation is good for you. It's good for your spiritual health, your mental health, and of course, everything is connected. It's also good for your physical health. The Bible tells us in multiple places that we should meditate, perhaps not not in the sense that the Eastern religions do, but we are supposed to be meditating. And when I talk about meditating, I say that it is like worrying. We all know how to worry, right? Worrying is when you take one thought or idea and you turn it over and over in your mind, you look at it from every angle, you bring it to the forefront of your mind many times during the day or day and night if you can't sleep. Like that's worrying. Well, meditation is just flipped. It's doing the same thing, yet completely opposite. When you meditate on God's word, you take one verse or one aspect of God and you turn it over and over in your mind and your heart. You will look at it from every angle. You bring it to the forefront of your mind many times during the day or night if you can't sleep. And like I said, there are numerous mentions of meditating in the Bible. Like we're expected to do it. In the book of Joshua, God is telling Joshua, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Another Psalms, Psalm 104, verse 34, it says, May my meditation be pleasing to him, that's God, as I rejoice in the Lord. Another Psalm, 143, says, I, rem I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. It appears that the Bible expects us to spend time in meditation. Specifically, we should be meditating on God and God's word. Rather than emptying our minds, meditation in the Bible is about filling our mind with God's truth. And there are a lot of benefits to meditating. Some of them including um, include reducing stress, enhancing the immune system. Well, I'm going to interrupt myself. If you have an autoimmune condition, you definitely want your immune system to be working better, right? You want it to be optimized. So let's practice some meditation. Um, meditation also controls anxiety. It increases the sense of well-being. It lengthens your attention span. Oh my goodness. How long is our attention span right now? Like I don't even want to pull up a statistic because they're so scary. It's gotten so short, 
so short. Like they say in it, when I send my emails every Saturday, I have, I think it's like less than half a second to catch your inf your eye on my subject line. And if I don't catch your eye there, you're not going to open it less than half a second. That doesn't even give you time to read that subject line, but that's our attention span now. So meditation can increase or lengthen your attention span. It can also reduce age-related memory loss. We all want that. And I did not do any research or I did not find any research about um, memory loss or brain fog related to Hashimoto's and meditation. But my theory is that if meditation can reduce age-related memory loss, I would hope that meditation can also improve like your brain fog and your memory loss related to Hashimoto's. I don't have research to back that up. But that's what I would hope, especially since it's helping your immune system. Some other benefits of meditation, it increases positive feelings and kind actions. I love that something that you're doing, like in the quiet of your own space, it impacts your relationship with others. I love that. Like I said, we are a whole person. You cannot separate out the different pieces. What you do for your spiritual health will impact your environment, including the people in your environment. All right, back to more be more benefits. Um, it helps fight addictions. What? Crazy. I am addicted to my phone. I I know that it kind of scares me and I am working on different ways to combat that. Well, here, meditation helps fight addictions. So I'm going to incorporate that into my plan to reduce my, like, my grabbing for my phone. I'm always like, pulling up social media just to scroll to get that dopamine hit. I hate it and I do it and I do the mindless like I have a game that I love because it's mindless and I get the little dopamine hit. So working on that addiction, maybe you are too. It's everywhere and I feel like moms feel that addiction so heavy because we know that our kids look to us and our eyes are on our phone. At least a lot of my friends do. If you're in the same boat, you have my full support and empathy. It's hard. And, you know, we're doing real things on our phones too. It's not like we can just get rid of it because they are super useful tools. I manage my calendar. I manage my business from my phone. There's so many things that I actually need it for and that you need your phone for. And yet at the same time, we're also addicted to it. So, Meditation is something that could help us in that fight. Meditation also helps us improve our sleep. It controls pain and it helps to regulate blood pressure. Those are just a few of the different things that can happen as a result of meditation. That's a lot, right? So let's try it out. I'm going to teach you here how to do biblical meditation. Now, there's a lot of apps out there. I have the Aura Ring. You've heard me talk about the Aura Ring. And as part of the Aura Ring membership, which I think is like $8 a month or something, I don't know, I need it to use my ring. But as part of that, there is like meditations for nighttime to help ease you into sleep. And I do some of the breathing ones. Like I said, I don't want anybody like controlling my thoughts and like leading me on a path that I don't know where is going. But I do do some of the ones that help me regulate my breathing. There's some really helpful ones and you might have an app or different thing that you like. But right now, let's talk about biblical meditation. How do you do it? What does it look like? So first of all, you talk to God. 
when I talk to my Sunday schoolers and the kids at church on Wednesdays, I tell them that prayer is super simple. All it is, is talking to God. And I count to three and all of the kids say, hi, Jesus. And I was like, you just prayed. You just said hi to Jesus. That is prayer. So you can do it simply too. You don't need special words. You can just ask God to speak to you through his word. He will. And this exercise in slowing down our racing minds to focus on just one thing helps us better hear God's word through his word, through the Bible. And then pick a verse. You might pick a verse that speaks to something that you're struggling with, or maybe you're going to pick a verse on an aspect of God you want to focus on. Like I said, you can open to the book of Psalms and you can find something that speaks to pretty much any feeling that you're having. So that's a good place to start. Just, you know, skim through the Psalms until you find something that you want to focus on. Otherwise, here are four other um, Bible verses that you might want to start with. First Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and your cares to God for he cares about you. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Those were the v- words of Jesus. Another quote from Jesus, and this is John six thirty five. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. In the teeny tiny book or letter of 3 John, verse 2 says, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health, just as your soul prospers. So after you choose your verse that you want to meditate on, you can write it out. Slowing down to actually write it out by hand will help you focus on it because writing brings both parts of your brain together, the creative part of your brain and the analytical side. And when you do it without with you know, without typing it, when you do it actually with your hand, those parts of the brain come together a little better and it slows you down a bit more. You can also read it to yourself out loud and try emphasizing different words each time and see how that changes the meaning and different things you think about. So I'm going to read one short verse. I am the bread of life. It's not even a full verse. It's just a phrase. It's something that Jesus said. So I'm going to emphasize one different word each time I read it. I am the bread of life. 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 See how that just changes it? So you can do that when you're meditating. Just like I said, it's kind of like worrying, except the opposite. You're looking at this thing from every angle. You're mulling it over and you're just thinking about it so deeply, so intently. That's meditation. You can also use that little piece of paper that you wrote the verse on and put it where you're going to see it often. You can snap a picture of it and use it as the unlock screen, the unlock picture for your phone, the unlock screen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can put it on a sticky note and put it on your bedroom mirror or your bathroom mirror. You can put it in your pocket so that you pull it out. And you can also try journaling your verse. Now, all of this stuff is in the accompanying blog post for today's episode. I quit doing the transcriptions because they're just clunky to read. So now I take the episode that I'm doing and I put it into an easier to read blog. So it's still, you know, related to everything I said. And of course, you get all of the links right there. So I have all of the verses that I just gave you suggestions for on the blog post. And I also have the link to this next thing right there in the post. And it is the three column journaling method taught by uh, Kari Denker. Her website, I think it's journal and doodle. I can't remember. It's linked. Um, 
after you write out your verse word for word, then you put it in your own words. That's like one column. You define anything that you need to, then you can wonder about the verse, notice the verse and apply the verse. And I'm not doing a really good job of explaining that. So click on the link and um, look up how to do it if that interests you. If you're like a journaling type type of person, which sometimes I love to journal and sometimes I don't. So I don't know what season of life you are in. If you love journaling, this might be something that you really love to do. So you are a whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Everything needs to be healthy to experience true whole health. Your body, your mind, and your spirit, they're all impacted by your diet and environment. Everything is connected. And that is why you see that five petal logo on my website. You see it on the podcast art because five petals, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, that's like you, you are a whole. And if any of those petals were damaged, you would notice it, right? Same thing with you. When your spiritual health is suffering, it impacts everything. And meditation is something that you can do to improve your spiritual health that impacts the whole you. And I listed all of those ways that it helps your physical health. And when you go through the Holistic Hashimoto's course, we look at all five petals. We look at the root causes of your Hashimoto's. You get to say, hey, these are my root causes. And I take you by the hand and lead you in like such simple ways to address those root causes. And everything I do is from the perspective of the whole. So we address all the root causes, but in a super simple way and, and sustainable. I didn't mention that. Like if it's not simple, it's not going to get done. And if it's not sustainable, you're not going to keep doing it. So it has to be both simple and sustainable. That's what you're going to find in the Holistic Hashimoto's course. Ways to address your root cause that you can keep up with, that you can actually do because you want to feel like yourself again. You want to have more energy. You want to look in the mirror and recognize you. You want to look in the mirror and see life in your eyes. You don't want to feel so tired and have that fatigue just feeling like it's oozing out of every pore in your body and just seeping out of your eyes. You want to look in the mirror and say, whoa, that person, I recognize her. She has so much energy. She has so much to give to the world. She is present for those around her. Wow. That's who you want to look in the mirror and see, right? Yes. So that's what we're going to do in the Holistic Hashimoto's course. And like I said, be watching your emails for Black Friday special, where I'm going to offer a VIP day. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Hashimoto's thyroiditis can be overwhelming and frightening. Your body isn't working as expected and you get frustrated. You can be dealing with many different symptoms, including fatigue, anxiety, heart palpitations, depression, brain fog, and more. You might find yourself saying, I just want to feel like myself again, and I get it. I created the Hashimoto's 101 guide so that you can understand what Hashimoto's is, what it means for you, and how you can create a path to health. There is hope. You can find better health. Download this free guide at healthwithhashimoto's.com guide. Please help others find this show by rating and reviewing it in your podcast app or by sharing a screenshot in, of today's episode in your social media stories. Be sure to tag me on Instagram. You can find me at esthery.rn. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.